Hello, everyone. Welcome to the fifth episode of the WW3 podcast. I'm Will, and in this podcast, a new episode will come out on a Saturday or Friday, and we'll have a different subject. These subjects will range from my personal life, sports, college, and other topics that I feel y'all, the audience, may enjoy. Now, this episode, literally, I got the inspiration for it a couple minutes ago, and it's all about Disney's trend and live-action remakes. So, what I have here is a list of a couple movies that they are going to remake. The list has about 23 on here. I'm going to try to talk about all of them, uh, whether they're, uh, they've been done or they're uh, rumored to do it or um, they're in production on it. Uh, but uh, we're going to get right on into it. And the, number, the first movie on here, Hunchback of Notre Dame or Notre Dame. Now, this one, I will say right now, it's going to be, and I hope it is, a died-down version of this movie. The Hunchback of Notre Dame is probably the most darkest and controversial movies in Disney history. Compared to all their others, even Black Cauldron, who's not known, it's, it's a dark movie. But this one, I think, more morally, is darker than any other. Um, with this movie, you have Quasimodo, you have Judge Claude Frollo, you have Esmeralda probably as the main kind of people. Um, and if I'm, there's one other, it's a blonde dude, I don't remember his name, but it's a, this movie is probably one of the movies that is not well known or not well received in Disney. Um, but I think they will put a twist on it to where it's not as dark as it has been. Um, cause based off of this with Josh, Josh Gad rumored to play, uh, Quasimodo, I think it could look to take that kind of role, um, as maybe just a little bit calmer. Um, but Alan Menken, he seems to be coming back from music as he did in the animated version of it. But, um, Hunchback or Notre Dame or Dame, um, it's just, to me, like, I, I'm a little hesitant about this one because of how, how the animated one was received. And for, to do a live action of it is going to be a lot, um, it's going to be difficult to get people to come out to. But if they get some big, if they get some big names like Josh Gad and, uh, in a big name to play, uh, the villain in, uh, Judge Claude Frodo, I, and maybe even Esmeralda, I think you'll be seeing people going out to this and seeing uh, and seeing this movie. And some people will be going to see see it for nostalgic reasons, and some may be seeing it for like, okay, I've never really seen it. Let's go see it in theaters. Let's see the live action version. And that's probably what I'll be doing if if and when this comes out. But again, if if I were Disney at this point, and I hope this is the case, take a step back. Don't be as dark. And don't try to be as controversial as the animated one. As the animated one. So the second one is uh, Cruella de Vil. So this would essentially be the third Dalmatians movie made in live action. I think it was 101-102 that, that was made in live action. Uh, both kind of just focusing on the Dalmatians. And Glenn Close played Cruella de Vil at that point. 
Well, this is more of like a Maleficent kind of treatment based off of this. Uh, so we're seeing the backstory of Cruella and uh, Craig Gillespie, who directed Itonia, is set to direct it, while Emma Stone uh, will be playing Cruella, which I'm actually really excited for because I'm a fan of Emma Stone for two reasons. Um, but Emma Stone and this could actually work really, really well. Um, because I think Maleficent was actually received very well by Disney fans. I think this one will be too, because we're starting to see, uh, kind of where villains come from. Cause usually typical movies you see, okay. Uh, kind of like, uh, in any other Disney movie or superhero movie, you kind of see the, uh, the background on like the main hero. And I think we're starting to see a little bit of a change in seeing these, uh, these backgrounds on the villains and kind of see why they went there. That, and that's why I thought Maleficent was so good because you see why Maleficent went that way in the animated one. But I think this, this will end up being really good. Um, and I don't remember if the, uh, 10102 live action version of the Dem- of the Dalmatians was received well because that was a long time ago, but I think this one should be received well, um, just because I think number one it's Emma Stone and number two I think uh, it's another one of those Maleficent kind of movies. So the third one um, is Pinocchio, the third one on this list, um, and. So according to this, Paddington director Paul King will be directing it, um, and Tom Hanks will be playing Geppetto, so the uh, the creator of Pinocchio, and that's gonna be that's gonna be really cool, and that's again kind of like Hunchback of Notre Dame, and even Maleficent. You're getting somebody, at, well, especially who's somebody who's really well well known with Disney and Tom Hanks, and for him to be in this movie will get people kind of coming out and seeing it, because I think that was, an, that was another big part of saving Mr. Banks, having him kind of come in and playing Walt Disney. But this is Pinocchio. He's playing Geppetto, and I think it's going to be kind of interesting uh, to see this, because obviously, you know, Pinocchio is a puppet, and he is for a little while, and then, you know, he eventually turns into a real boy. But um, I think this one is going to probably, hopefully it's approached a lot differently than some of these other ones. Um, I especially hope the way it's approached differently than Dumbo. And I know it's not Tim Burton, but I think it's, uh, I, I hope it, I hope it goes well because I want Pinocchio to go over well. Cause it's one of those kind of classic ones that you want to see again. You like it. And one of my big things about this one is I hope Jiminy Cricket keep kind of keeps the look that he had or doesn't look creepy. Cause I think that will also kind of give a different kind of notion of Pinocchio. And uh, that that's going to be, I think that's going to be one of the most crucial parts. What does Jiminy Cricket look like? And um, how, how also, how will Pinocchio look like as a uh, puppet, you know, when he's just kind of animated? And it, 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 it's going to be, it will be weird, I think, but it won't be weird for a while, especially if they uh, go off into that one scene where those kids end up turning into donkeys. Hopefully they change that. They don't do that because that was probably one of the weirdest parts of this movie. But again, uh, I hope Pinocchio goes well. My big part, does Jiminy Cricket look good? So number four is actually one that's coming out really soon in The Lion King. 
I'm actually really, really excited for this one. And here's why. Because it's a classic tale, and you're kind of, and you bring it back now for people who are essentially, I would say, in their 20s. I think it came out in like the 90s. So you're, you're, you're kind of appealing to that generation. And this one for sure, I'm, I'm not going to say Pinocchio or Cruella de Vil will, but Lion King's definitely going to bring those people in for nostalgic reasons. And everybody's going to hope it goes over well. Because it, it, we all know who's in it. Like James Earl Jones is coming back um, for Mufasa. We know that, uh, I know that, uh, for Pumbaa, it's Seth Rogen and it's literally just an all-star cast. And I think that's what, that is what is important here. Uh, Donald Glover, Simba, um, Beyonce, Nala, Keegan-Michael Key is going to be in it. Uh, Billy Eichner is playing Timon. John Oliver's in it. You know, Eric Andre, you got, you got a lot of people that are kind of known. And I think this is going to be a big, big thing for Disney. Cause if this does well, then they know, then they know they'll be, they'll be willing to do more. And it's, uh, so the jungle book one was made and it was fast track. And this movie has been fast track to production with, with the same director, John Favreau. Okay, good. So John Favreau. Um, who produced Jungle Book will also be coming back to do this one. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, Happy Hogan does well. Yeah, that's right. Marvel Bomb, um, Dumbo. So this one has come out, and I am really hesitant on seeing this one. I'm really hesitant. It's a Tim Burton movie, and it looks kind of weird, and it looks like it's completely gone... Uh, it looks like it's completely gone away from the original Dumbo story. I, it, and I know people are not going to like this, but in my opinion, go with what the Dumbo story is. And with that said, it just stayed animated. It should not have gone live action because there's too many humans uh, to in this story. Because in the actual in the actual Dumbo movie, you barely see them. It's all animals. And even if that was the case, okay, yeah, Lion King, yeah, you have uh, the Jungle Book, and I think this one would be even weirder if they had gone live action and just all animals. It really would have been. Now, I understand why they went live action kind of straight away from it, because there are also some controversial parts of the original animated one, but um, I think that's why I'm kind of hesitant and don't want to see it, is because they went too far away from the actual... Uh, animated movie and then went to kind of tell its own version and I'm not a fan of that stay to stay stay to what you made stay to what you made now uh this next one I'm really excited to see it's another one of those with Lion King that will bring that one generation back and it's Aladdin and so many people are are gonna want to see it just because now, originally, because uh, this is according to what I'm, uh, this article about and with the list, so Disney originally announced a prequel called Genies that would delve into Genie's backstory. So that was scrapped with the idea in favor of just the Aladdin story. So I think that's perfectly fine with me. That's absolute, absolutely fine. 
But Will Smith is going to be playing Genie, and that's what makes me even like this a lot better. I think he was probably uh, one of the perfect uh, people for this role. I mean, there's not a lot. I mean, you could have chosen some other people. Um, They probably could have that other people would have liked. But I think Will Smith is going to fit fit it perfectly, whether he's blue the whole time or not. I, I Honestly, I don't care. I want to see it. I hope it holds up. And, um, you know, I hope they got the casting right. And I think that's going to be the critical part of a lot of these other ones. Um, you know, with Lion, Lion King, it doesn't matter. Pinocchio, it doesn't really matter. But, like, Cruella de Vil, I think Emma Stone is going to is like the perfect casting for it. I think she absolutely is. She can get into that Cruella role. And I can kind of, because if, you know, when I think of her, I kind of think think of her as kind of that kind of build anyway. So she kind of looks like it. Um, and then Hunchback or Notre Dame, I think is going to be critical too. But um, with Aladdin, I think everybody's going to want the casting to be exactly right. And I think that's what's going to be the most critical for this. Does Will Smith succeed as Genie? Does uh, Mina Musad, uh, does he portray Aladdin as we want him to be? And does Naomi Scott play Jasmine as as uh, Jasmine was in the movies? So hopefully we get that and that's exactly, you know, that's exactly what everybody wants. And out of all of these that I've listed so far, I'm probably most excited for Lion King, but Aladdin's number two, just because I think this one's going to be so good, and it was such a success, and again, it's nostalgia, but Aladdin, man, I'm really, really kind of looking forward to this one. So seven is Lilo and Stitch. So if you don't remember Lilo and Stitch, it's the movie that takes place in Hawaii with a little girl who sees uh, Stitch and thinks he's a dog, and Stitch is actually an alien, and they end up get, uh, getting Stitch, and he hangs out with the family, and then they even made a TV show about it down, down the road. That's literally kind of the uh, spark note version of it. But um, So they're going to do a lot of the action version of, it, of this, and honestly... I'm a little hesitant because if something like this, because it's an, because Stitch is technically an alien and there are other aliens involved in this, I'm a little scared that they'll make Stitch too scary, or literally they'll they'll make him they'll they'll portray him in a different way, and I don't want to see Stitch as different. Because he literally looks like a dog in the animated thing, in the animated movie. But if but if they stray away from that in this live action version, there's going to be so much backlash from fans that that, that that this will bomb at the box office only because of that. Because the because if you remember with Aladdin, people weren't happy with the way Genie looked. So now you know they went back, they changed a couple things. But if they mess up Stitch's look. People are going to be mad, and I will too, because Stitch is awesome. No doubt about it. That's the only reason that this movie will do bad. Well, minus bad acting, but if Stitch doesn't look right, no no Lilo and Stitch for me. So number eight, The Little Mermaid. 
This should be easy. This should be easy. Because Little Mermaid is a lot of humans and very few aquatic creatures. Um, it, it will be interesting to see how they deal with Ursula and, uh, yeah, mainly Ursula. Um, I think oh, also Sebastian, I think it'll also uh, be uh, interesting how they deal with him and Flounder. Those are the only two, um, only three really, because everybody else is just going to be human and then it's going to be like a CGI like tail, like a mermaid tail. That's all it's going to be. But I'm excited, I guess, for this one. No one has really been cast yet. Um, but it does say this movie will, will reportedly feature a mix of your favorite songs and new ones from the genius behind the original soundtrack, Alan Menken, and Hamilton scribe, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Okay, that makes me even more excited because he, he, he was a part of Moana's soundtrack and that, that soundtrack actually did really well. And uh, also uh, was had a part of Mary Poppins' Return soundtrack, and and there's some pretty good songs there too. So that makes me even a little bit more excited. I'm a Lin Manuel man, Lin Manuel Miranda fan myself. Uh, so hopefully that this does well, and Lin keeps his uh, kind of streak going uh, with Disney movies because Mary Poppins' Returns did pretty well. Moana did very well. So hopefully this can do well. That's as well, but um, it'll also be interesting to kind of see how how they, whoever they cast as Ariel, um, what they will do there, considering how Ariel was made in the in the animated thing, because again, I think people, I, I think, I know I've said it, I hate to get too political, but in this case, it will be if something goes wrong with Ariel completely, like the outfit of her as a mermaid in that one scene, like after she, you know, asked for her voice and Ursula, you know, ends up give, giving it to her or to become a human and she ends up getting it. It's going to be very controversial at that point. Hopefully they kind of, they change that just a little bit to where it's not to that extent. It's Disney. So I, I don't think it will be, but here we go. I think, um, not here we go, but it should. It, I think those parts will be uh, taken with caution. Number nine, Mulan. Here we go. I'm excited for this one. I think Mulan. I think a lot of people are going to want to see this. It's supposed to come out in 2020. It says so far fans are on the fence about the new Mulan remake after finding out it won't. Oh, what? It won't be a musical. Oh, man, okay, yeah, that puts me on the fence. All righty. Uh, mm, man, that makes things just a lot more difficult here because everybody loves the uh, Be A Man, you know, that song. But there's so many good songs in that that I think that this movie might not do as well as the animated one just, just because of those, and Disney had so many good songs in it and just... Mm, now there could be nods to it in like the the background music in this one, which could very well be the case. But I think fans are perfectly I, and I'm perfectly fine with people being on the fence with knowing it's not going to be a musical because it just it just makes me a tad bit mad about this one. 
It should be a musical, and Mulan should be. It, it, it all I'm saying is it should be a musical. Get, get those songs back in there. Get it back right in my head, please. Make it a musical. Hopefully they will. Now this one, I don't know if it's supposed to be theaters. I think it's supposed to be uh, just a Disney Channel movie, and it's a live action version of Kim Possible. And I remember the show, and it was actually a really, really good show uh, when I was young. I would, and Ron Stoppable was great, but here's, here's the best part about it. So the previous stars of the uh, Kim Possible series, they will play those characters. So Christy Carlson Romano and Will Freddy are going to play them. Uh, oh, uh, da-da-da-da-da. Oh, never mind. My bad. So I think in a... Oh, okay. So this is what it said. In a clip released by the Disney Channel... My bad, I read this wrong. Christy Carlson Romano and Will Friedley, who played those two, try to audition for their roles. With little success, that's when casting directors decide it would be better for them to pick out the new leads. So they're getting Sadie Stanley and Sean uh, G.M. Brown. Uh... So I think this is uh, a, I'm sorry about that one part. I was actually really excited when I saw that, but um, it still should be fine. But I, uh, again, I don't think it's the, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting because it's not, I don't think it's a theater movie. I think it's a Disney channel movie based off of this. Um, So it's not going to get as maybe as much national attention but um, still should be good. I'm probably not going to watch it, but yeah, still. Um, so very little to say about that. So the next one on this list, after that, and sorry about that, I got too excited, uh, is Alice in Wonderland. This one's already come out, and I, I just don't think I want to see these. Um, it's another Tim Burton thing, uh, and they just made th- that movie look scary, completely scary. They made the Mad Hatter look completely ridiculous they made the white rabbit look like he just doesn't belong yeah it's just weird tim burton just makes things in disney movies look i mean he did he did a great job on nightmare uh before christmas but with dumbo and house in wonderland it's just like i'm hesitant to see them because it he literally makes things look really really creepy and especially Alice in Wonderland, because that just doesn't look like an appealing movie to see. I'm sure Johnny Depp is great, but still, there's just nothing that looks good about it in my case. The CGI, like, because I'm looking at like the movie poster, that doesn't look good either. It's just it just looks weird to me, straight up weird. Now, let alone Alice in Wonderland originally was kind of a weird movie. But so the next one on the list, of course, is Maleficent. Maleficent was um, a good movie. I saw it in theaters, I believe, with my sister. Um, but it was good because, um, you know, like I said, it gave the background on Maleficent and kind of why she did those things to Aurora in the original Sleeping Beauty movie. And I like how they made it. Um, into a live action because there's actually 
with this one, not a lot of CGI to do except for the uh, the fairies and when Maleficent turns into like the dragon. But and that's really it. That's really it. And that's why I think it was that. And I think that's why that that it looked good and kind of the well also the trees and like all the magic that went on of course. But it's still I think the CGI there looked very aesthetically pleasing. And and Angelina Jolie did very well in her role, and uh, I just think it, it kind of it brought the human side of Maleficent out. And it's funny that that's the case because believe it or not, Maleficent is believed to be one of the most um, powerful and most like. Uh, uh, one of the most powerful and probably the baddest villain in all of Disney, believe it or not, because she's always portrayed as that in the shows at Disney World or Disneyland or even in like Disney specials. She's portrayed as the biggest, like strongest, baddest villain. And to see that there's a human side in this in this movie is actually really good, and that what that's what made it kind of um, interesting and really really cool to see. And also, Ellie Fanning did a great job as Aurora. So next one on here is Cinderella. I, n- I never saw this one. Um, so it's, uh, it's a little... So I can't really say much about it. But um, it, this does say the biggest difference between the 50s original and the remake starring Lily James um, is that the new release wasn't a musical, which definitely had fans missing out on Pippity Boppity. Bippity Boppity Boo or the uh, work song Cinderella Cinderella. Um, so I think that could have made it maybe a little bit more successful, you know, if they went musical. And I can understand why they didn't want to go. They want to get more of her story in besides, you know, them just, you know, singing and everything. But, you know, like I said, never saw it. So I never really saw like the CGI of the mice, of the pumpkin or whatever. So it, I can't say much about this except that apparently it did pretty well with the $200 million at the box office. Uh, but I think this is the one that originally kind of kicked off. Uh, well, actually, Maleficent came out in 2014, and uh, the first Alice in Wonderland came out in 2010, but I think like they decided, okay, Maleficent, Cinderella, and they started rolling off, and I think this is really kind of what started this whole uh, idea kind of revolution. So... The next one on here, The Jungle Book. Now, I remember watching this one, and this was actually really, really good. Um, I liked it because there was only one human in here. Um, uh, Neil Sethi uh, was really good because literally all he was doing was acting in front of a green screen with, you know, no one there. Essentially nobody there. And I liked how they had Bill Murray playing Baloo, which was just great. Sorry about that. Um, which was great because, you know, when I think of Bill Murray, I, I can kind of see him as playing that kind of person. I believe uh, Christopher Walken was King Louie, which was um, which was kind of weird. That was the only kind of weird part about it. Scarlett Johansson was Ka. And uh, I think Idris Elba, Shere Khan, 
Ben Kingsley, I think, was Bagheera. Lupita Nyong'o, I think, was one of the wolves. Yeah, but uh, it was actually really good because, again, you kind of think about the uh, Neil Sethi and how well he did with essentially no nobody around him. Um, it, it was a great performance, and I think it you know brought back some of the great uh, some of the some of the favorite songs of the movie. And uh, believe it or not, I, I think this, as of now, are the, uh, this is probably my second favorite that I've seen. I, and I think uh, second or third, because I've seen a couple others, and they're all really good, but um, I think this, this one kind of told the original story kind of a lot better, and I wasn't as confused as I was for some. But this is actually probably my second or third favorite. The next one on here is Beauty and the Beast. Now, I was a fan of this one because I think this, because um, I barely remember seeing Like, Of course, I watched the animated one, but I barely remember watching it. But the live action one, I really liked. Um, I think they made, I, I liked it how, I liked how they kind of made the Beast, like with the CGI, look not as creepy you know i think they they easily could have made him really creepy looking um which obviously i'm afraid about with almost everything um but i think they also did very well in the cgi with lumiere cogsworth uh mrs potts chip like all those as well and i like i like the uh i like the the way that the chemistry was working uh between uh lefou who was uh Gaston's like right hand man who was played who was played by uh, Josh Gad and uh, and Gaston of course who was Luke Evans I think the chemistry between them was just great you know I loved it I really did and uh, and I got to give my uh, hat off to Ewan McGregor who I think portrayed Lumiere very very well. Because Lumiere obviously was like the biggest, kind of the biggest personality out of the, out of all the things in Beauty and the Beast. For him to portray that very well, I think put it right there with, uh, with these others and kind of put it up at the top with me, uh, kind of at the top of the list. So this is one, also one of my favorites because I didn't know Emma Watson could kind of sing like that. Um, but I remember listening to something to where someone was saying, well, you know, Emma Watson doesn't have like the, like the kind of singing voice that Bell had in that original movie. And I kind of agree with that, but um, it's also that I think we get spoiled with this, with this kind of stuff. But, um, you, you know, maybe, maybe just maybe I think they might've learned their lesson in saying, okay, maybe we need to get somebody to sing these parts as well as their actual character did in the movie. So, um, you know, I think it's, it's, I think Disney's kind of starting to learn that. And, but I will say Emma Watson had a good singing voice. So the next one on here is actually my favorite out of all of them. Christopher Robin. And it's not just my favorite. It's my, uh, it's probably my sister's favorite too. Um, to me, this was just great because my whole family's Pooh fans and we we grew up with Winnie the Pooh and to kind of see him like as kind of the original stuffed animal and him going around. And again, another, um, Tip of the hat to Ewan McGregor. Um, 
with another great role, um, doing very well. Uh, but I, I like how they had these, uh, actually, I think with this one, they had very few, uh, or, or, original like people who have played those characters before um kind of in the movie because uh let's see if i can find who come on seal um let's see here so i believe jim cummings voiced uh poo and he yeah and he, he's voiced him before, and he does very well. But Brad Garrett with Eeyore, yeah, he, honestly, I really like that. And some of these I, I just don't uh, remember. But uh, some of these, I think Toby Jones, uh, uh, yeah, he, who was in uh, Captain America, you know, Dr. Zola. But... Um, like he voiced Al, but I think it was really cool to kind of see all these characters come together and just have this really cool. Uh, oh, J- uh, Jim Cummings also with Tigger. I think it was kind of a big, uh, really cool thing. And again, like I said, it's uh, a movie that I grew up with and I, I really enjoyed. And they kind of really they told that story really well. And they, you know, got every, you know, it, it pulled at emotions. It pulled at you know, um, and it really kind of portrayed Pooh and the kind of way that Pooh was had always been portrayed with uh in the animations kind of wise at times but really not the wisest creature um and I think they did that very well in this one and that's why I love it and will probably be my favorite Disney live remake of all time unless Lion King just completely blows me out of the water or Aladdin so the next one on here is Mary Poppins Returns, um, which was another good one, but um, I, I will say wasn't uh, is not over Beauty and the Beast, is not over uh, Christopher Robin, it's not over Jungle Book. I think it's kind of it's kind of just behind those. Emily Blunt does well, um, and Lin Manuel does really well with the music and um, and his character, um, and I like how they had the. Uh, like kind of subtle nods to the original. Um, I didn't realize some of them at first. Yeah, I had to look it up after the movie just to kind of see. But uh, it's also, you know, I, like I said, I liked it. But there not only were there nods to the original, but there was nods to uh, to other uh, like Disney movies. Um, but like I said, it, it, it was good. Um, not my, not my absolute favorite. Um, there were some good songs. There were some songs that were actually really good. But again, you know, there were no songs that were like, eh. Like, they were all good. Lin-Manuel, again, does really well with the music. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of the, uh, you know, that's kind of... And along with it, they had um, some good da- uh, dance uh, scenes as well. But... Mary Poppins Returns, I think, was, you know, uh, the one, I think there's one thing, the one thing that I wasn't a big fan of with this was that, uh, 
was that maybe Mary Poppins was kind I, I didn't like how they portrayed Mary Poppins kind of at the beginning. Uh, but, you know, obviously it got better at the end. But it was just, at the beginning, I felt like it was too, you know, it was it was weird. And kind of the son, the son, it, well, the, the original son, um, not, obviously the guy who uh, originally played him wasn't playing him. But uh, the guy who was playing the son from the original was, um, you know, he, he, he was also kind of portrayed as a, you know, as a bad, not like a bad person, but a word I'm not going to say. Uh, but I guess that was the case also in, in the first one that Mary Poppins was a little stuck up at first and then kind of came back. So I can't bash it too much because it's kind of like the original, but I think all the other ones just kind of knocked it out of the water. My expectations were really high, you know, and, and it met my expectations, but not to the extent of the others. Uh, next one on here is Snow and Seven Dwarves. Um, you know, it, 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 and I agree with this. Um, it said, you know, with this, it says that Snow White, uh, was Disney's first animated feature film. It kicked off their insanely successful princess, fr- princess franchise, which, which is why it's surprising it took Disney so long to green light a live action version. Um, now I do think there's actually one problem with this and this is why they didn't do it is how are they going to do and I'm not saying anything, but I'm just saying, how are they going to deal with the dwarves? I'm not saying that they're going to cast like those kind of people. Or are they going to have CGI'd? You know, it, it's up in the air. And I think that's why they were so hesitant to do it and why some people may be hesitant, hesitant to do that. But then also, along with that, considering the evil queen has two personalities, you know, like the legit queen. And then the, I think that she's actually called like the old hag or something like that in the movie. Like the other part of it, the old woman, the old hag, I think is literally what she's called. Um, I think that has to be considered. And also it, how creepy they're going to make her again, that goes along with stitch, but it's going to be a critical part to this as well if people are going to go see it. But I think that it should be good as long as they figure out those kind of uh, loopholes, I guess. So the next one is Peter Pan. Um, And to me, they've made so many Peter Pan live-action movies. So they had Hook with Robin Williams, and they've had the... You know, and uh, they've had, you know, kind of those live show the one of those live kind of Broadway things on one of those main channels. They've had, I th- maybe one before the original. P- the one there was one before they came came out before uh, the animated version of Peter Pan, but then they came out with one later, uh, a couple years ago. I think it was my senior year of high school that was all right, and like, I think it was what's his name. Arnie Hammer was a part of it. Um, yeah, Arnie Hammer. I think he was a part of it, um, and it was it was good. Uh, it could have been better. Uh, I think it was him. No, it. Come on. Either way, whoever played and it showed 
whoever it was played hook before. Um, oh, that's what it was called. It was called Pan. Um, Hugh Jackman played back Blackbeard. It was Garrett Headland. Why did I think it was? Um, okay, he was part of the Thor, uh, Th- Thor, Tron movie. Um, but uh, so they had that one, and there's just made so many things associated with Peter Pan that I think a lot of people are going to be like, okay, what the hell? Why is there so many Peter Pan, you know, movies? And I think it's starting to it's definitely getting to me and I'm like okay I'm kind of sick of this so hopefully this hopefully this is the last one hopefully this is and again it's going to be odd to kind of see it's live like you know since it's live action how are they going to deal with uh like the crocodile how are they going to deal with uh I think it's like the like the skull cave or whatever how are they going to deal with all that are they going to make their crocodile and that look really creepy? Are they going to make um, other things look too too bright? Like, are they going to make uh, Tinkerbell too bright? So, uh, I think, again, it's a lot to keep in mind. And that actually leads into the next one, which is a Tinkerbell movie. Um, it's called Tink, and Reese Witherspoon is supposed to be playing her. Now, I don't know if... If she's going to be playing her in the actual Peter Pan movie, and then this this comes out, or T- Tink comes out, and then Peter Pan comes out, which I think would be actually int- would be really cool to have that come out, because then it has that feeling of a Marvel kind of movie to where you get two of kind of the same franchise coming, especially with like Iron Man two, Iron Man three, to where Tink and then Peter Pan comes out. I think it'd kind of be cool to see that and to kind of have that in the back of our minds going into either either of the movies, no matter who's first, which one's first, which one's second. But this should be, I think this one should be fine. I probably won't be seeing this one. Um, but it, I think with this one, it'll be interesting to see how they, uh, whether they show, because I know they've been animated movies with Tinkerbell and her friends. Uh, if they do that and if they bring in other A-list stars like Reese um, to play these kind of roles. So that's the only thing I'm interested in seeing in what they do with this movie. And then the next one is called Chernabog. Um, now, some of you probably don't even know who that is. It's uh, it's a Disney villain, and he was a part of the final segment in the 1940 classic Fantasia. And, and I'll admit what... And I'll agree uh, with what this says. And it's the last character you would ever guessed uh, would bag himself a live-action reboot. It's absolutely, it's absolutely true. Now, he's probably one of the biggest, like, tallest villains um, in here. And it's weird because it's a Fantasia thing. He was part of Fantasia, but was, you know, he never really, which is something you never really heard those animated people speak besides maybe Mickey and the Sorcerer. But that was really it. Um, so, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how they portray this and how, what they do with it. So I think it's going to be something that people have in the back of their minds who's part of Fantasia. What's going to happen? Are they going to have him speak? Are they not? They better. Uh, but who the hell knows? And then uh, next one, Sword and Stone. 
pretty self-explanatory. You know, nothing CGI-wise unless they're going with, like, the actual Disney one to where they have kind of Marlin be a part of it. And I, I can't remember who was, like, the big bad of this movie. Um, but I, I think she looked kind of creepy or kind of weird, so hopefully they don't do that. But uh, this is kind of a... Uh, it is kind of an interesting move. And it's also confirmed... I think, because they have confirmed with squirking lines around it, uh, that a Game of Thrones writer slash producer will be working on this. So hopefully it's not portrayed too much as like a Game of Thrones-ish kind of thing. I know it's Sword in the Stone. I know it has this legend. But I don't want it to be portrayed like the show at all. I don't watch it. I want Sword in the Stone to be Sword in the Stone, not Sword in the Game of Thrones. And then the last one is Lady and the Tramp. This is going to be interesting. Very interesting. Because, uh, you know, obviously the iconic scene and who are they going to have play, like the guy who sings uh, Bella Notte, which is probably honestly one of the best songs Disney's ever done. Um, but this is going to be interesting. It's all dogs mainly. Um, so I, I hope... This looks good, and they don't have anybody, or they don't have any of the dogs look creepy. Again, same thing as I've said with just about every movie. And if that's the case, if everything looks good, it, it should be doing very, very well. Um, but besides that, that's the last one. And all, what I'll say about this is that Disney's obviously having a trend. There's probably more coming out that we don't know about yet. Um... So hopefully they make more, but stay away. They kind of stay away from some that could potentially be, you know, dark and uh, controversial. Kind of like Hunchback. I think they're seeing what they do with that, and then if they do well with that, they could go to more movies like that. And if they don't do well with that one, they're going to say, "Okay, we're not going to do any more like that." Um, I'll say that, and I also say I hope all these look good, that they go over well. Um, I'll probably end up seeing most of these, no matter how old I am, because they're Disney classics. Some nostalgia reasons, some I've made, you know, uh, want to see them because I don't really remember watching that movie. But uh, yeah, I hope these are. I hope these are good. I hope you enjoy this. Hope you like my opinions. You know, uh, comment actually on the post on what you think or what you want to see in these movies and what other movies do you think Disney should do live action versions of and what they shouldn't. Um, and actually, also tell me, are you looking forward to Lion King? Are you looking forward to Aladdin? Are you scared for it? Um, yeah, just tell me that. So um, after that, uh, goodbye, adios. However you say goodbye, I'll see y'all next week.